Happy Halloween, everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is Reservations, and I'm Rain Whalen. And I definitely had nothing to do with the Tylenol murders, so quit asking. Uh, <laughs> it was never solved, the Tylenol murders. Did you know that? I don't even know what you're referring to. Oh, my God. Okay, so... So... <laughs> Um, people were dying because someone had tampered with Tylenol capsules. That's why they're not capsules anymore. That they're solid uh, tablets. Tablets, yeah. Who, who, who was it? Like a worker, or they don't know? I think it was unsolved. Still, I think that one's unsolved for sure. Buzzfeed unsolved. Oh my god! <laughs> they just struck this video. Or I was gonna, audio. you know, I was gonna start with, and I'm not the Zodiac killer, but then I was like, it's just an easy, it's Ted Cruz joke, and I didn't want to deal with it. So, <laughs> well, no, yeah, well, yeah, obviously it's Ted Cruz. Obviously. Yeah. Did you see him get flipped off of that Yankees game? <laughs> People hate him so Dude, that much. That was awesome. People hate that guy so much. Anyway. It's pretty funny. Well, welcome back, everyone, and yeah. happy Halloween. Happy um, Halloween. This is the first time ever that we've released an episode one on the the holiday that we are doing this episode for, yeah. and the audio and the video coming out in the same day. Yeah. So, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, awesome. Thank you. If you're listening, cool. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks, um, Zach. Really Zach, appreciate yeah. it. We were just talking about you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we were. Um, go over to the YouTube channel and watch the video now. Mm. I mean, I know you probably already listened to this audio, but go over there and watch it now. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. We, we, we... <laughs> anyway, well, if you chimed in last week, uh, this is our Halloween special. So this isn't a f- official episode of season seven, but we wanted to have some fun. Uh, and we're doing a double feature. Um, so... We are doing The Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, Jeremy, do you remember the first time you ever saw either of these movies? The first time... The first time I saw a clip of Evil Dead was in Donnie Darko. Um, oh. Donnie Darko takes... The girl, I forgot her name. God damn it. Um, it's Jenna Malone. He takes her to the movies and they're playing uh, Evil Dead. Um, Dope. And I don't remember the first time I saw it, if I'm being honest with you. I I remember loving it, obviously. I knew a lot about it going in, though. Right? Yeah. You know? And that's I, sort of like the, the hard part. So I'm the opposite of you. I, I, I really don't remember seeing it, but I, but I do remember seeing the Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Dead by Dawn. Um, first. Okay. Um, and really? not knowing anything about it. And I don't even remember Rad. how I saw it, where I saw it. It's got to be the best way to go into it. Um, for sure. It kind of is, really. Because yeah. I remember, like, what is this? Like, I need to watch the first one. And you see, you watch the first one, and you're like, huh. Huh. <laughs> and then you watch Army of Darkness, which, unfortunately, no, we're not doing Army of it Darkness. Is. That would have made this episode way too long. I probably uh, we'll probably dedicate a future episode to Army of Darkness, but uh, then I remember watching Army of Darkness, and I was that's when I was like, okay. I Honestly, s- I saw that one first. Army of Darkness? Yeah. Because um, my dad loves that movie. So well, and I think of the three, I mean, I don't want to say that that one's the most recognizable, but I think everyone knows Army of Darkness yeah. more yeah. versus these two. That's possible. Yeah. Um, which is kind of funny because... 
they were all filmed. Well, I mean, they were filmed in order, but you know, they didn't do Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness back to back. No, no. But we're not going to talk about Army of Darkness. I mean, no, Sam, they're all pretty equally spread apart. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, um, I can't wait to get into this, man. Yeah, yeah. I. I for sure want to talk about all the behind the scenes stuff sure. and how the fact that they had to completely reshoot the first movie for the second one. Yeah. Um, and essentially they had to reshoot the second one for army of darkness, uh, in a way. Kind of, but again, we're not going to talk about army of darkness. Sorry guys. Um, so, uh, to start this Halloween spooktacular. Oh my God. <laughs> Cause I know you hate that. That's why I said it. Uh, off. Uh, we're going to start with the Evil Dead. I don't love it, that's for sure. Um, so, uh, if anyone didn't know, this uh, was this Sam Raimi's directorial debut? I believe so. Uh, yeah, wrote and directed. Well, all three movies he wrote and directed. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what's so funny is that he was going for a legitimate horror movie. Yeah. The, the first go-around. And, and there's some legitimate scares. There, oh, it's oh, not for sure. It's not goofy, right? Oh, no, no, no. I, the first one definitely is in meant to be scary. Got an NC-17 rating. You yeah, know? Which we'll get to. Yeah. <laughs> this is the third NC-17 movie we've... Well, no, we didn't talk about Blonde. But we mentioned Blonde. Yeah. Uh, but this is like the third NC-17 yeah. movie we brought up. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just... What made it so goofy is that they had they didn't have this huge no, they, budget. No, they had like no money. That that's his dad's car that they drive, um, which now is a staple of Sam Raimi's in movies. every movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, even in Doctor Strange. Yep. Go back and rewatch Doctor Strange. It's in the movie. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's you know Stephen King famously said this is the scariest movie he's ever seen. Yeah, uh, he loved it so much that he helped finance the second one. Really? Yeah. Was he disappointed when he realized that Sam was taking it in a more comedic direction? No, because even if... First one first. Okay. First one first. All right, first one first. Jeremy, tell everyone the synopsis. No, the it's the Halloween episode. You do it. Okay. I'll do it. Uh, the Evil Dead. Um, typical horror movie. A bunch of these college students go up to a cabin in the woods uh, and get into some shenanigans that they should um, there is Scotty, his girlfriend, Shelly. Uh, there is our main character who becomes the staple of the series, Ash Williams, played by Bruce Campbell, a god among men. Of course. His girlfriend, Linda, and then Ash's sister, she has an old lady name. Oh my God! What's her fucking name? Edith. That's no. That's it's, an old lady name. It starts with a G, I think. It, hang on, give me a second. It, it'll come to me. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Uh, uh, we can just look it up. I have a, yeah, just look it up. I have a computer anyway, in my phone. so the five of them all go to the cabin in the woods. Um, it's not really stated why. I guess maybe just to hang out. Um, yeah, just it's, they just chill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they just chill. Yeah, it's a G, isn't it? No, it's Cheryl. Cheryl, yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> That's so odd, though, to put a Cheryl and a Shelly in the same movie. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, Cheryl. Anyway, so they find a 
book in the cellar um, that is bound in human flesh that they decide, hmm, we should take a look at this. Uh, which they also find a tape recorder from the uh, um, doctor, the, the archaeologist who found the book, who was recording himself saying passages, which then awakens these evil spirits, which we learn later on are called deadites. Anyway, uh, in the forest, and each one is picked off one by one until Ash is the sole survivor. And that's really about it. That's, that, that's, the, it, yeah. that's the evil dead. Um, the movie ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, which, what a way to end. Yeah. The first movie of this trilogy. Um, it just ends with Ash screaming into the camera. So Bruce Campbell claims that they got that shot by attaching a camera to a motorcycle. And he hit him. Oh, he <laughs> with hit the Bruce motorcycle. Campbell? Oh, yeah. my God. And he, like, broke his jaw on a rib or something. Well, is that why he has a scar in the next movie I on think his so. jaw? I think so, because he broke his jaw, yeah. Well, now he has a scar for life. Because they fucking hit him with a <laughs> motorcycle. motorcycle. That's a good, uh, it's a good view of an indie movie. But it's such a rad shot. You it, know is. And all, it is. All the shots like that are just so good, where it's the, the POV of the, of, the, of the demons, right? Yeah, of the Deadites. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, and it's so wild um, that, again, you forget that this is an independently funded movie. Yeah. Because Sam Raimi's camera work is... It's so unique, right? Yeah. There's never been a movie like it, right, up until this point. It's, you see it and you have no idea what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Plot matters very little in in these two films, right? Yeah. So, really, it's just, it's just, let's see, you know, what kind of situations we can put these people in with these deadites, right? With these mm-hmm. demons, with these spirits. And, I mean, the makeup work is phenomenal. The practical effects are, you know incredible Mm -hmm. just the techniques they use to get these shots you know like filming these like the we'll talk about the branches right so the um the sexual assault um yes (laughs) almost didn't make it in the movie and they he regrets it um sam yeah really yeah that he regrets that they did that yeah yeah i mean that they raped her with with branches yeah uh Uh, Cheryl, Ash's sister, uh, runs into the forest uh, and is raped by a tree. Yeah. And, well, you know, but anyway, the, the the fact that, you know, you you can tell, but it's just so good. The Like, how can we make it to where, you know, the vines wrap around her? We'll have it wrapped around her, pull it off of her, shoot it in reverse. Right? Mm. I mean, it's brilliant. Right? Oh, see, I um, didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah, it, Just things like that. The, these techniques that he uses for these specific moments are genius, right? Yeah. And they're not new techniques, but he's using these techniques in unique ways. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like... Um, and, well, and also, like, the tropes of horror movies by this point, you know? We... we by this point, we've seen movies. Because it was 86, right? Or oh, this is like 81. Is it? This one, yeah. Yeah, well, the other you, one was 86. But you should yeah. have it on your phone, my guy. Should. Should. Uh, 81. 81, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's still, we, we, we'd we had movies, you know, involving cabins in the woods. Not... A couple, at this point, not a whole lot. But, you know, but these tropes of, you know, supernatural forces and, you know, teenagers getting up to no good, you know. Right. We've seen these tropes before, but... 
yeah, Sam Raimi kind of flipped it a little bit because they're not really, first of all, the characters, they're not really up to no good. They're just not necessarily going out there to hang. Right. Maybe just take a break from, uh, and we don't know they're in college. We just, which is another great thing I love is that the only way we know is by context clues of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, someone has, uh, like they're wearing, a, a like a Michigan state shirt. Or, yeah. Of course, they double down on that in the sequel, but yep. um, but yeah, they're just there to hang out, and you know, it's kind of like they're. I mean, yeah, sure they they break the one cardinal rule is don't go down to the cellar, <laughs> but I mean, they kind of you know in most horror movies the teens kind of deserve what's coming to them. Yeah, these guys not necessarily right. They're yeah. not they're not doing anything immoral or whatever, or whatever would be deemed immoral right. at the time. Um, they're just, it's just ruthless, nonstop torture, right? Yeah. Uh, by these yeah, well, unseen it's, forces. And when it's, and it's psychological and physical torture. Yeah. You know, and like when, um, I guess we can lead with that after the, after the rape scene. Yeah. Shelly is then possessed by the Deadites. Yeah. She's the first to get possessed. Did I say Shelly or Cheryl? You said Shelly, but it's Cheryl. Cheryl. It's Cheryl. Um, and they lock her in the cellar because that's the only place they can think of to right. keep everyone safe from her. Um, and after a lot of mental torture, uh, the Deadite seemingly leaves Cheryl and is pleading to ash like let me out of the cellar come right. on come yeah. on ashley which i never knew his real name was ashley, ashley yeah. until i saw the because they called him ash the yeah. whole second movie anyway um and you know it and it fucks with you because he th- considers it he's like you know maybe maybe she's fine now yeah but she's not no of course uh and it's it's fucked up what i love about Ramey's use of these reveals, right? Mm-hmm. That that someone is possessed. He's God damn it. He, he distracts you with something so calm and serene. And then it is just, it is boom right there in your mm-hmm. face. Right. Um, I forgot. I'm forgetting everyone's name. It's fine. But you know, they're like on the floor, they're playing cards or something. I don't Yeah, uh, Shelly and Linda are, yeah. they're, they're, I guess they're testing ESP. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And then, um, and again, it's distracting enough, right? Yeah. Um, and then you get, um, and Cheryl's getting it right every time and she right. has her back turned to them Yeah. and they're like, Oh, how are you doing? And then she turns around and then, Oh my God. She's possessed. Right? Yeah. And again, the makeup, holy shit. Right. Yeah. It's so good. And in the beginning of the film where I believe it's uh, Cheryl who's drawing, um, yeah. Uh, even her hand uh, in that moment, you can see the black veins mm-hmm. on her hand just ever so slightly, right? Yeah, chained. Yeah, holy shit, I love it. Yeah, so much. she like carves in a drawing of yeah the Necronomicon. Yeah, which uh, we don't know it's called that until the second movie, right? Uh, which we'll get to because there's there's some inconsistencies. But anyway, but it's fine. Um, okay, so <laughs> having led with that. Let's kind of talk about Ash. Sure. Because, again, as I mentioned, he is sort of, he is our protagonist of this whole franchise. 
Uh, if anyone watched Ash versus the Evil Dead, it's all about him. Yeah. Picking kind of picking up where the movies left off. Uh, which did you ever watch Ash versus the Evil Dead? No. I started it. It's fucking hilarious. Is it, is it good? And it's very much like the Evil Dead. It's very campy. Yeah. Very bloody. And Bruce Campbell just it's almost like he never left the role. He just yep. right back in Ash. I know, he's just the best. But with that being said, right. as we were talking about off mic, in the first movie, Ash is sort of useless. Which is funny that, I mean, the only reason why Sam Raimi chose Bruce Campbell is because they were buddies. Yeah. And, of course, like, if you're friends, you're going to, I'm like, hey. Well, I'm... you know, like, they had been doing short films and stuff like that, you know, together forever. And so, like, you know, not only are they buddies, but he's just like, he's the best actor I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's put him in this thing. It's not like he did it just cause, you know, he had faith in Bruce and you know what I mean? Well, and I mean, and Bruce, I mean, Ash Williams is probably one of the, like I read, I think he's like in the top, like pantheon of like, like horror, like heroes. Mm -hmm. Uh, like he's, he's one of the top ones. Uh, but, but I guess everyone forgets that in the first movie, he's, he's useless. Yeah. He's not very courageous, very brave. No, he's scared. Which is probably by design. Well, yeah. I mean, because he is pretty much scared the whole movie. Um, Wouldn't you? I mean, I mean, I can't blame him. I, yeah. I would be fucking terrified, also. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's he only steps up because he's he, he's forced to, mm-hmm. especially when he's really the only one who's not possessed, mm-hmm. who's not mortally mortally no wounded. He's not wounded. <laughs> um, well, at least not. Fatally, there we go. He's not yeah. fatally wounded, um, and so he he he's forced to kind of step up and try to take charge and try to survive right. the night. Yeah, um, which at its core, that is what the first movie is: is just survive the night. Yeah, um, which I love, man. It doesn't get old. Like, no, I've seen I've seen the first movie at least uh, probably I can count on two hands uh, how yeah. many times I've seen it. Oh wow, that's weird. It's well, because I, I love it. It's yeah. it's so good, and again, it that concept of just survive, yeah, doesn't get old, and you know, and it's and like you said, it still has some genuine scares. Yep, you know, like um, when Cheryl gets out of the basement, and yes. you're like, oh fuck, and he's trying to close the door, and you're like, oh my god, like close the fucking door, <laughs> yeah. close the door. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it has some genuine scares. Uh, yeah, and again, like the the techniques and the the ingenuity that goes into to making this movie mm-hmm. is just incredible, right? Yeah, it's amped up a little bit in the second one uh, by a lot, but, but yeah, um, but in this one, just to tell the story, uh, you know, with no money, yeah, you know, you have to be creative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obstruction breeds creativity, right? Yeah. Uh, that's what Lars von Trier says, and he's absolutely right. Yeah. Um, and, and so with, like I said, the makeup is, you know, yes, it's not perfect, but it's so effective, right? Well, and it's not, um, not over the top. That's, that's what I'm looking for. It's not, uh, very detailed, you know, as we're, as we've seen the second movie, when people get possessed, it's very detailed, right, very right, 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 intricate, right. uh, which of course Sam uses later on. And, uh, even though I've never seen this movie, I've just seen shots he uses the exact same makeup in Drag Me to Hell. Mm-hmm. That's correct. But uh, uh but movie. even the those poor people, the contact lenses. 
Yeah. Uh, they couldn't see. They, they, those things are opaque white. So yeah. They are yeah. blind. To give them the, the milky white. Yeah. Dead I, eye. Isn't it awful? I know, dude. It, oh. And imagine just having to wear one of those things. It's, yeah, for like fucking probably for hours. I know, right? Like. It depends on if they pop them out, you know, in yeah. between. But still, you know what I mean? They, they can't afford, you know, fancy contact lenses that you can see out of, you know? <laughs> You can see when we get a bigger budget. That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so a tremendous um, shout out to the actors, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they, a lot of how this movie and why this movie works so well is the commitment, right? Yeah. Commitment to sparkle motion. No. Uh, commitment to the bit, right? Commitment yeah. to the story, commitment to the action, right? Yeah. And these, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better group of, of actors. Yeah. For this, and right? Most of them, I know for sure Bruce, but most of them, this was like their first movie. Yeah. Then, right. Um, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But, you know, it's, you know, none of them have like acting, not necessarily talent, but skill in a way. But yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, like the guy who plays Scotty, the character of Scotty is meant to be a douchebag pretty much. Yeah. Super macho, you know. Yeah. And he plays him perfectly, you know. Yeah. Scotty bails on Ash, like, no, I'm getting out of here. Fuck exactly. this. Yeah. And Ash is like, well, where are you going to go? And he's like, I'm sure there's a trail. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. And he's kind of forced to come back because right. the force fucks him up. <laughs> but, you know, and then Linda is supposed to, you know, and here's another trope that I caught rewatching it, which I can't believe I've never caught before. Linda is sort of set up to be our final girl in mm-hmm. a way because she's more wholesome and, you know, a little bit more. I don't want to say chaste, but, you know, like her and Ash's relationship isn't, you know, over the top or, you know, it's very innocent. Yep. Innocent. There we go. That's what I was looking for. There you go. Um, but Linda still gets possessed. Yep. And Ash is forced to kill the love of his life. Yeah. Um, which that's, you know, again, going back to the psychological torture of the Deadites. Yeah. That he has to kill his girlfriend that he loves. Yeah. Which, of course, the first movie paints so much better than the second <laughs> well they have to do it fast well, yeah yeah they had to yeah like get through it um but yeah it's yeah they've yeah everyone killed it what's your favorite part of evil dead oh the first one yeah Ooh, that's hard um it's probably hmm This is riveting. I'm sorry. It's okay. it's hard because the first movie, not a lot of parts stood out to me the okay. most. Obviously, besides the rapes. Oh, yeah. Is that your favorite part? No. Oh, okay. That's the only part that like stands out. Right, right, right. Um, it has become infamous, that, that yeah. scene. Yeah. It would probably be the um, Ash sort of kind of prepping for the fact that um, he's alone in the house. Mm-hmm. Well, he thinks he's alone because Scotty just died. Yeah. Um, he prevented Cheryl from getting back into the house, and you know he's like the back door. Yeah. You know and he runs to the back door. Yeah, yeah. Terrified. Yeah. I would say that's probably like him, like prepping for that and reloading the shotgun, like yeah, like that one barreled shotgun that becomes a double barreled shotgun in the second. Relax. <laughs> um. But yeah, that that probably I mean it's not my favorite, but it definitely like mm. 
I'm ramped up. I'm like, dude, yeah. close the fucking that. doors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though it's not going to do anything, but still, you're yeah. like, keep them out in some way. Yeah. Well, what about you, since you asked? <sighs> yeah, I did ask. Um, honestly, it's not so much a part of the plot. It's more the the things that I like about Evil Dead. My favorite bits are probably um, those POV tracking shots from the, from the dead eyes. Right. Yeah. It's amazing. I've never seen anything like it and he does it so well. Right. Mm -hmm. That, you know, that was one of the things that made it so unique. Right. It's shots like that and being able to really pull off such, such interesting, unique camera moves while, you know, it's almost like a movie with money wouldn't have done it, right? Which yeah. is so odd to say, but it's, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, because, you know, look at one year prior, The Shining. Yeah. Um, you know, they were doing POV tracking shots like that. Well, they had a steady cam. But yeah. <laughs> Which are expensive. Yeah. But, you know, but like your, but to your point, you know, they had a budget. Right. Uh, but Sam Raimi didn't. And, somehow... and there's something about just it being so gritty so raw, mm. so, so dingy looking that, you know, even the, you know, the, with those tracking shots, they're, they're sped up, of course. Yeah. But they're shaky, right? They're not, you know, they not don't perfect. glide. Yeah. Right. Not glide like, you know, um, uh, which Halloween. Ma- which again or... makes it a little scarier, right? Yeah. Um, That's, yeah, something unstable is yes, coming after Yes, it's almost like you. footsteps or whatever, right? Yeah. It, it's crazy. Yeah. Which I love, man. The second one's my favorite, but I mean, this I, one is great because it set up everything. Yeah, right? exactly. This is, exactly. Yeah, if, if it's almost a proof of concept, it's pretty much what it is. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know the movie, it just did a great job of. I mean, because regardless of how most people perceive the movie, mm-hmm. this is the movie that Sam Raimi wanted to make. Yeah. He fully intended for it to be a horror movie. I mean, and the gore oh my God. is amazing in this one, yeah. right? Um, I forgot who it was, but someone had mentioned to, to Raimi and Campbell when they were writing the script or whatever. They're like, dude, never let the blood stop pouring. Like, the blood's got to keep pouring. And really? so they literally poured it on the lens, right? And, yeah. and splashed it on the lens. And um, there's that scene where... Um, Scotty, mm-hmm. uh, the camera's focus on Scotty and the camera keeps getting, you know, hit with blood until the entire thing's red. Yeah. Right. Um, that shit. Oh, it's, yeah, it's when he's, uh, chopping up, uh, Shelly. That's right. Because Ash just fucking stands there. <laughs> yeah. Does nothing. Useless. Useless. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's, I mean, and parts of the movie are funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, not as comedic as the next two. Yeah. Because what's funny, or I wouldn't say funny, what's really great, which we're, I feel us gearing up to segue into the second one. The second one is this nice middle ground Mm -hmm. where the first one fully intended to be a horror. Army of Darkness is just a straight comedy. Mm -hmm. But the middle one, the two has that nice balance of comedy and, and horror. Yeah. Um, all right, well, here we go. Well, then let's segue right into <laughs> not The Evil Dead 2, Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. Oh, my God. The subtitle uh, is Dead by Dawn, uh, but the movie is just, most people just refer to it as 
Evil, Evil Dead, Dead 2. Um, so would you like me to give the synopsis of this one? Because yeah. this one does more, kind of have a little bit more of a plot. No, I can't do it. Okay. okay. Um, Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2, they have to retcon a little bit uh, because they've lost some rights some rights to the original movie which is insane to me and i still don't understand how that happened but um so this time it's just bruce or sorry ash and linda um Mm. going up to the cabin and um for the weekend or whatever and they they find the tape recorder find um, the necronomicon they play it it the exact same thing except this time we get flashbacks right we yeah. get we get flashbacks to the uh, archaeologist finding the book and mm-hmm. blah 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 and um again sets off the the deadites right mm-hmm. is that what you call them? yeah deadites. Uh, sets, off, sets off the deadites they um th- and i just love this they immediately grab on to linda right um uh, Ashley then has to kill Linda, um, slices her head off the exact same way. Yep, um, buries her, makes a little cross. It's nice, um, and then she gets up, starts terrorizing him. A whole bunch of shit happens. Uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, the the daughter of the archaeologist uh, and her boyfriend. Is that right? Yeah, they, they kiss. Um, so. Yeah, they do kiss. Um, are on their way to the cabin to meet with them to find... Because she thinks her parents are up there waiting right. for them. Right. And to discuss the the archaeological discovery. Right. Yeah, because she found more pages. Right. Of the Necronomicon. Um, on the way there, they, the bridge is out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which we found out earlier. Um, and they meet up with a couple... Uh, <laughs> Bobby Joe and... I don't remember his name. Well, let's just assume Cletus. Um, <laughs> Jake. 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 Uh, Jake and Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe's hilarious because well, and she is way too hot for him. Well, yeah, but, but also I love that she is introduced just uh, with uh, chewing tobacco. <laughs> you know, just and like she's like nice looking, right? She's yeah. like pretty and like she shouldn't be chewing tobacco. It's so funny. Anyway, anyway, so the four of them go up to the cabin and are now. Um, wrapped up in the middle of all the goings on that Ashley's been dealing with um, for the last 24 hours. Again, people get picked off one by one uh, until um, Ash and Annie, Annie um, find a way to stop the, the deadites, the deadites, but he gets um, sucked into a portal back into the um, medieval period. And the movie's over. And then, yeah, that's that's Evil Dead. 2. So that's Evil Dead too. And so here is why yada yada through a lot of it because I wanted to talk about it because this is my favorite out of the trilogy. Well, and it's it definitely is mine too. I mean, Army of Darkness is it's up there. Yeah, but this one is it's it's because um, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. You obviously can tell they had a a little bit more of a budget. Yeah, a little bit more, but also not wasting it right yeah they are still using so many cool trickery techniques um ways to one of my favorites is the smoke 
receding. Oh yeah. And then receding from his eye. Yeah. Um obviously it's a model and it's huge, right? To get the mm. you can tell that it's like a model that, that whatever. But it's amazing, right? Yeah. It's so fucking cool. Anyway, so <laughs> um the the sequel technically starts as soon as he's possessed, right? Yeah. Ash is possessed. Uh when he when the deadite hits him. <laughs> Right, and then uh, sends him off into the air, and he like spins around and all that shit. That's when the sequel starts. Um, yeah, um, Bruce Campbell, you know, because there's been a lot of debate: is if is this a sequel or is it a reboot? Because mm-hmm. the first five minutes of this one is retelling the first one, but retconning, but with different. I mean, without certain people. There. Yeah, just Ash and Linda. Right, and so a lot of people thought, okay, maybe this is a reboot. But Bruce Campbell, just like you said, he's like, no, it is a sequel. It starts right when I get possessed. Yeah. He was like, because that's how the first one ended. That's right. Um, But, you know, it had been five years, right? Six. Six. Six years since the first one. So they kind of had to refresh some people's memories of like, hey. Yeah. This is what happened in the first one. This guy named Ash. He had a girlfriend named Linda. She got possessed. All right, here we go. Sequel. So the movie immediately sort of tells you like, Hey, this one's a little more fun and it's going to be a little wilder because, yeah. uh, that stop motion corpse, um, oh, uh, Linda's corpse, the, the mom. Oh, oh, oh no, you no, mean Linda's, Linda's, Linda's corpse. corpse in the beginning. Dude. Oh my, yeah. Holy oh my shit, man. That's so cool. Right. Yeah. And you know, like the, the little things like with, um, the, the arms coming out of the window and he's like holding on to the arms and, <laughs> and shit like that is so much fun. Um, the, him trying to find the chainsaw and he goes, Oh fuck the chainsaw. And then immediately the, the headless body comes in with the chains. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Like that's hilarious. Yeah. And of course when he turns the, the chainsaw, uh, onto the body and it spurts that black goo all over him. Man, look what this is so much fun. I am having a blast watching this. Well, and of course, that this movie has one of, in my opinion, the funniest scenes of just Ash's hand being possessed. Uh, Yeah, I was, I was waiting. Uh, Yeah, yeah. uh, Sorry, no, that's fine. Yeah, no, the hand bit is because yeah, because Linda's head bites it. It's maybe my my favorite second maybe when everything starts laughing at him uh oh, yeah. like all the like all the well, things that house. happens right after he cuts yeah, it yeah, off yeah. uh but yeah you know his hand gets possessed and great acting from bruce campbell yes um because he's clearly just having fun with his hand uh and and the fact that he's like talking uh uh shit talking his hand yeah like as he's fucking chopping off his own hand it's so good um and then i love and i love that the hand has a personality yeah too like when it flips him off and it's like he's like now my favorite one of my favorite tricks that they that they pull in the audience is when he shoots the wall right and it starts bleeding a little bit Mm -hmm. and then then it just gushes so what they did was they shot it they shot bruce laying down Uh uh-huh um and just had to like redo like whatever everything sideways so it looks like he's standing up and just pour fake blood on him. Um, See, I, I wondered how they did that because yeah. it, it does seem like something's 
off about it. Yeah, yeah. And so he's laying down. Yeah. It's so good, man. It's similar to how they did um, uh, when Johnny Depp gets sucked into the bed uh, in Nightmare on Elm Street. And then the, the blood pours out of the bed. Yeah, the bed was the actually... Bed upside down. Yeah, yeah, the bed's upside down. Right. Yeah. That's how they did that. So it's yeah. similar to that. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. And so as we've been talking about, this is when the movie gets... The, the series gets a little funnier. Yeah. Because, you know, the first movie fully intended to be a horror movie, but because the effects were so low budget, I, I read that a lot of people were like, so is this actually supposed to be a comedy? And Sam, being the genius that he is, was like, it can be. Sure, if you want. Sure. And so he leans sure. into the comedy. But again, the second one, I think this is why you and I like the second one so much, is because it has that nice balance of yeah. horror and comedy. Because this one also has some pretty it's good... genuine scares. It has some genuine right? scares. But then you immediately get some good laughs. Right. Like... My my favorite one is the uh, Henrietta uh, Annie's mom, which of course he keeps referring to as a witch. Yeah, uh, the whole I suck at your soul, <laughs> and then he pulls out his shotgun. And was like suck on this, and he <laughs> blows her head I know, off. It's so good. so good. I know. Um, yeah, because this is when, as we were talking about off mic, this is when Ash starts to get a little bit more charismatic. Yeah. He has those dope-ass one-liners. He has more of a personality. This he has time. more of a personality. Uh, it's not until Army of Darkness he's a bit of an asshole. Wow. But as you said, it's because... He's so tired of He's so fucking tired of this shit. <laughs> uh, which, of course, in Ash vs. the Evil Dead, he is a bigger dick in Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Now, I do like in this one they do subtly hint at a sequel. Yeah. Right? A third one. Yeah, yeah. Where it shows Ash and he doesn't realize it's him. Um, in that, in that picture, yeah, that drawing of, of him in the in the medieval period, yeah, um, and then of course we get the exact same shot, which is what that drawing is mm-hmm. at the end, right? Well, and I, well, and I love that he again, yeah, yeah, great setting up the sequel because he <laughs> it was said that he he defeated the darkness. Well, he didn't do a good job. It's like, well, <laughs> well, it was you. Well, so. it was you. So you didn't do a good <laughs> job, which is very funny. Yeah. Um. um but this is the movie that really sets the tone, the standard for who Ash Williams is. Because mm-hmm. uh, now he's one hand down. Oh, yeah. So they think of the only thing that they could do, which is to put the chainsaw on the stub. Love it. Yeah. So he's got one regular hand and then a chainsaw hand and then his double barreled sawed off shotgun. I mean, that's probably that might be my favorite scene is when they're uh that those quick cuts of him preparing Mm -hmm. right like uh, rigging the chainsaw and then putting the thing on his arm so he can stick it to his nub and then sawing off the the shock right well see when they kind of started that we we, i forgot to mention that in the first one of him when he's chaining up linda yeah that we kind of get a little bit of that but in this one it's a little bit more precise with the cuts and the edit Yeah, yeah and of course we get that again in the third one when he's making his chain mail hand right <laughs> which doesn't make any sense that why but anyway um but yeah so okay i really wanted to talk about some of the retconning um from sure. one to two which of course one ends with him burning the necronomicon because that was the only way for him to at the time stop the deadites 
but then obviously the Necronomicon is not destroyed going into the second one. Right. Which, speaking of which, the Necronomicon has had, across the three movies, it has three different designs. Well, so what they did was they took in the film, the first one, maybe 20, 25, 30 minutes, mm-hmm. and then made it five. Right? So technically, you're right. They're saying, never mind, he didn't do that or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, you know, they're they're having to condense 30 minutes pretty much into five minutes. Yeah. And it's like, all right, let's get into the cabin. Okay, let's establish it at a cabin. Okay, let's establish the, the, the book the yeah. book and the, the recordings. Okay, now that she's possessed and now blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah, they have to do that so fast. Right? Yeah. Which is why a lot of people thought that it was a reboot, I would assume. Yeah, which um, makes sense. I mean. But I do like... I do like this better uh, yeah. than I, I do like this sort of idea of, well, let's give them a recap, but make it fast, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I, let's just, let's just get different to, yeah. and different. So it's, it's not boring, you know? Yeah. Like if you're watching these back to back, you're just like, Oh, same movie again, you know, yeah. but a condensed version. No, not necessarily. Now it's a little bit different and it's a different actress this time and it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, well, then it's a different actress again in Army of Darkness, <laughs> uh, which I think I think at that point it was on purpose. Yeah, just like, whatever. Like here, yeah. It, well, there's it's Linda. like the kids in the vacation movies; like they're always different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so Jeremy, so yeah. you asked me what was my favorite bit. Yeah. In the first one, so what was yeah. your favorite bit in this one? In the second one, it's probably the hand, but I do love the the gag of the deer uh, no. laughing. As Holy a, shit. That thing is that it's funny, but it's a little scary, but it's, yeah. uh, but no, yeah, I, I like that one too. When like, he's like mimicking the lamp, like going, uh, and the <laughs> lamp is like laughing at him. And it's, yeah, <laughs> he's just losing his, mind. losing his fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> I would say my favorite part of this one, it's, it's the gear up scene of him. Okay. Like, yeah. Because then we get Ash's best catchphrase. Um, which is what uh, in the uh, if you can see it if it's in frame which it should be in the it's called the groovy edition yeah or collection and uh, when you open it up it has Ash pointing the double barrel shotgun yeah. and it says groovy and in the, both barrels of the O's yeah nice yeah um, I love that uh, although sidebar speaking of Ash's catchphrase that's the only thing that doesn't make sense with the the reboot movie that came out in twenty. 10? Mm-hmm. 2013? 2013, I think. Yeah. Or 14? Um, is, you know, they didn't want it connected to these movies at all. They wanted it to be separate. Yeah. Which supposedly they're making a sequel. Cool. This I year. really like the... Well, yeah, so did I. The remake is cool, man. Like, it is not hokey at all. No. They took it seriously. But at the very end, they, there's an after credit scene of Bruce Campbell going groovy and looking directly. And I'm like, that doesn't mix though that you're established it doesn't matter you you miss it and they're giving it to you because you missed it you well, know i know but it, but if if that movie was meant to not interact with this the, the main universe why would you put it in there fun fact i couldn't stay for the end credits because uh kale and ariel who i was with at the time uh seeing the movie hated it so much that we had to leave really <laughs> so, yeah they were like i don't like this 
at all. It was it was too scary, too bloody, too gross. And you're like, but 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 guys, but the opposite you said. Yeah, but I believe the opposite. Um. Anyway, yeah, that, that's one of my favorite parts. I do love. I know you said we weren't going to talk about Army of Darkness. I do love that they retcon his white streak. Oh yeah, that they give him because in the third one he doesn't have any. <laughs> uh, it's almost like Sam Raimi leaned into like, all right, let's just keep retconning. I shit. just don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Continuity never heard of her um, until Spider Man. Yeah. Then continuity all the time. Now I will tell you another. So the subverting your expectations. Mm-hmm. So in this one, it's so good. So we have that the those wonderful shots that I love uh, of the uh, the deadite POV. Oh, you about to talk about when Jake's when you think it's gonna be Jake, and yeah. then and then Ash just pops up and he's possessed. Fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, yeah, and that's that's one of the few uh, genuine. Yeah, like, oh Jesus! Like, oh my God! Oh, like oh shit! He's possessed now. Oh and shit! It, and again, it's the. You know, it's the makeup is different this time, and they they add like bone structure and mm-hmm. and whatever. And that. yeah, make his eyes look more sunken in. Yeah, I mean it's gross. Yeah, the, yeah, really show that he is possessed. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. The second one is, and it's just a fun ride. Well, another one of my favorite bits sure. is when he Ash D possesses himself. How he, does he do that? I don't know. But, uh, he, he finds oh, he finds the looking glass oh, that he right. gave to Linda, and it. Yeah, you're right. It, oh, that's right. Yep. Um, and then Annie's still trying to kill him, and he's like, "I'm all right." Yeah. Oh, and she yeah, still yeah. keeps trying to kill him, and, and <laughs> he, he's like, like "I'm fine." And he's like, "Because uh, <laughs> I just finished that movie today," and he's like, he's "Like, are you understanding me?" I'm all right. <laughs> but then uh, but what I love is she, uh, she's like, well, how, for how long? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I, cause he's kind of like, cause you kind of see the look on his face. Like, oh, oh, I could get possessed again. Haven't thought of that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. This movie doesn't stop either. So it's like, as soon as, as soon as the deadites are reintroduced, it is just completely nonstop. Right, yeah. the entire movie is non-stop. You could argue that maybe before the the lady and her boyfriend and the the other two get there, those are sort of breaks, right? Because yeah. we're you know we're trying to get them there. So meanwhile, here they're still doing this, right? Right. Um, another really funny bit is the well, if you help me with my bags, <laughs> I'll. Uh, he's like he sees that there's only one in the back seat. He goes, okay, that's fine. And then she has that fucking giant. Uh, Trunk. trunk yeah yeah he's like i didn't know you know that shit was funny well you know what i love uh you know you mentioned how Raimi hated that he showed cheryl being raped by mm-hmm. the tree yeah it's almost like he yeah, kind right. of course corrected that with this one because bobby joe is then tangled up in the vines yes but I guess the Deadites just decided to kill her by ramming her into yeah. a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't see it. We just see, we get the, the, the she's being pulled by the vines, mm-hmm. tree's getting closer, she's getting faster, and then yeah. we just cut and we just assume, oh. Um, they the, ran her the mom in the, in the cellar scared me. There, there was a, a, yeah. a, a part where she sort of just pops out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. You yeah. know? I love the bit of her, you know, levitating and flying around. That that was great. Um, oh, when she's like grabbing Annie's hair. Yeah, and, and the 
the effects on that are just so good. Her, it's like a full body, that full body makeup mm-hmm. is amazing, right? Oh, yeah. And it's disgusting. No, yeah. And then when she, when she, you know, when they use that claymation to turn her into the, yes, the yes, this mm. multimedia that he does is just incredible. There's a few shots where, um, did you see the Gold Rush? By the way. No, uh, no, yeah. Um, Chaplin. Chaplin. So there's a scene. But it's on the shelf, but there's a scene there where it is a, it's a long shot. So you, he's way far in the distance, so you can see the, the the scale of the the house and him, right. And it's done in camera, meaning that he had a a buy. I think it's called a buy pack or whatever, uh, where they film him, mm-hmm. and then they film the the house and due to forced perspective, you, you have him right here and him or whatever. And then when you put the film strips together, it's one image, right? Um, they did a similar thing with Ash, which I really, really liked when it uh, revealed the bridge was gone. Uh Right. I love that. I love that he is so small and the bridge is so big and you can tell that it is forced perspective and it's, you know, they're adding him in, they're splicing him in, but it's so good, right? Yeah. It was probably even a matte painting too. Probably, the, yeah, of the forest, yeah, and the and the bridge. But one of my favorite things that they did, and it was in that scene where, you know, he's he's stoked because it's daylight and they're gone and they don't like daylight or whatever. But then mm-hmm. the sun slowly, you know, gets engulfed in the clouds and it starts getting dark again, and it's almost as if they can control. Yeah, you know, whether it gets dark or not. And I love that shot of, you know, the, it, you know, it shows the sun and they're pulling out and then there's, you know, Ash's head. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I, I can't describe it better than, it's just good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, yeah. Sam uh, Raimi's a fucking genius. I don't, I don't know. He is. You know? I mean, say what you will about Doctor Strange. I liked it because it was scary. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Raimi, I mean, in, in, in he was using a lot of these tricks from yes. from the these movie, probably more so the second one. Yeah. Um. In in uh, Doctor Strange, which you know, of course, people like us who've actually seen these movies would yeah. have been like, oh, <laughs> holy shit! Holy shit! I was so excited. There was a few things in there that I was like, holy shit, man! This is the fucking horror movie or what, man? This is crazy. I <laughs> do. No offense. Sidebar, everyone. Not no sidebar. offense to Sam. I do wish Sam Derrick, uh, Scott Derrickson would have stayed on because I did hear that he fully intended to make it a full horror movie. Amazing. It would have been awesome. But then again, we also wouldn't have gotten the black phone. Oh, which I liked a lot. Um, so, I mean, it, I mean, look, Sam came in and he, he killed it. It's a give and take, guys. Yeah, but had Scott done it, I think it would have been way scarier and it would have been... Super fucking awesome. Oh, dude, Haley would have hated it. <laughs> but uh, even more than she hated it. Hated the, hated the one that we, <laughs> yeah. the 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 pseudo horror movie that actually came yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, man. It Al- just also just the amount of blood and goo that gets poured onto Ash the entire movie. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure Bruce was like, "Can we be done now?" <laughs> um, which. You know, again, that's another thing that they set the standard for, because then when they did the reboot, 
I believe until it chapter two, that was the most fake blood they'd used in the movie. Nice. Cause you know, the, the movie ends with it raining blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, cause you know, and it, I want to say it chapter two beat it because you know, they almost drown poor Jessica Chastain. Oh yeah. In that tub, like the, the yeah, you're right. swimming pool of blood. Oh yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, cause there's so much blood in the reboot. Yeah. And, but it's because, this one, especially the second one, uh, yeah, there's so much blood, and a lot of it had to be changed. Like one of it was green, one of it was black, one of it. Yeah, it's, it's when yeah, it's when an, he kills. Keep an R rating or whatever. It's when he kills Annie's boyfriend. It's mm-hmm. green, like yeah. randomly. Weird, because yeah. he's possessed, right? I mean, you can argue that's fine. It's like, oh, he's possessed. Or... That's why it's green, um, which is fine. You know, it's keeping your R rating. Yeah. Because it's too much well, red. Yeah, and I'm sure also because I'm sure he had to defend the NC-17 rating for the first one. Probably. Yeah. But. But this movie is amazing. I love yeah. the second one. Yeah, the second I had a great. hard time talking about the first one because it's like it's fine. It's great because you know I mean it's giving us a lot of these things that make Sam Raimi so great. Yeah. Right? But the second one is just too good. Second one is just ramped up just enough. Oh yeah. To where we're getting a lot of what we liked about the first one, but more. And then, you know, Oh, a hundred percent, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, everyone will probably do, we'll, we'll probably dedicate a separate episode to army of darkness, yeah, probably. but yeah. So Jeremy, are you ready to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up? I am. This was fun. I enjoyed watching these again. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, and I think, I think another reason why it kind of triggered, we were like, you know, we should do the Evil Dead is because yeah, I got the set. Yeah, yeah I got that. Baby. And it's just, you know, the, the movies are fun. They are fun. Uh, I am disappointed, though, that uh, Army of Darkness is not in the set. Yeah. So I had to get it separately, but that's all right. It's fine. Um, also, before I forget, uh, and oops, I forgot. Oops, you forgot. Um, I talked about it just a little bit, but um, Stephen King did help finance the second one because he loved the first one so much. Did, so what did he feel about when Sam was like, hey, I'm going to make it just a smidge I don't think he funny. gave a shit. I just think he's, he's like, like, dude, make more. Yeah. <laughs> like, make more. Here's, amazing. Here's money. Make more of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And of course, his blurb is on the the cover of Evil Dead. and Oh, whatever. and it's in the original trailer for the Evil Dead. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the scariest movie I've ever seen. Stephen King. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh shit, Stephen like, King. Oh shit, Stephen shit. King. Is, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is so wild. Because you would think that nothing would scare him. You would but, think? Yeah. So, Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, this was a lot of fun. Doing, yeah. uh, especially with, uh, like I mentioned last week, an episode, uh, a special episode that you are willing to do. Yeah. Since I had to beg you. Actually, not beg you. I flat out told you. We're doing a Christmas episode. Yeah, I didn't Sorry. want to do a Christmas episode, but that's fine. Uh, we probably won't do one this year just because of all the shit that we've got going on in December. Well, what do we got going on? Well, yeah, you know, like you're getting married. And, oh, that's you know, right. Yeah, you know, I have another wedding to go to shortly after your wedding. So, yeah, yeah we probably won't do another one. I probably not. But, so Jeremy, are you ready to decide uh, or ready to hear what I decided that will be the next official episode? Yeah, you told me to pick between one, one and, four. and four, and I picked two. So, so next week, we are going to be talking about Carol, Carol Reed's Odd Man Out. Oh, Odd Man Out. Yes. Fun. Okay, cool. Have you seen this one? Nope. Awesome. Fuck yeah. Do you want me to tell you the other three options? Yes. Uh, Ex Machina. Okay. 
I forgot that was on your list. Seven Psychopaths. Oh, damn. The Florida Project. Okay. Um, I was I was heavily leaning towards high and low. I know. I wanted I want to talk about it so bad. But I was like, I'm like, we just got off a whole stint of foreign films. That's true. We did. So I was like, let me just pick all the English speaking ones, yep. and then we'll we'll probably we'll probably do high and low pretty soon. Okay, good. I but, I can't wait for that. But yeah, uh, Odd Man Out. Odd Man I out. know. Very little about the movie. I, don't know about. I just know that everyone praised Carol Reed. Um, that it's a, it's a British noir film. Cool. I want to say it was in Nathan Lane's. Criterion uh, yeah, I think that's what closet. you said. It was Nathan I want to say it was Nathan Lane because I know he it was he he picked out Rafifi. Yeah. Um, but I want to say he picked this one out too, and. I want to say he had seen it or seen another Carol Reed film and was like, yeah. It's, you got it, yeah. Yeah. Got to say it. Um, All right, well, we're going to say it. Yeah. So, everyone, we hope you enjoyed. I have to say it one more time. I'm sorry. I hope you, we hope you enjoyed this Halloween spooktacular oh double God. feature. Yeah, just rambling about how cool... <laughs> Sam Raimi is. That's fine. I mean, it's pretty much all it was. This whole episode. <laughs> Just that we love Sam Raimi. Uh, and we will see you next week for Odd Man Out.